0: Hello there, Coach Tina here. So happy to share with you today with 20 Minutes with Tina. The topic on my heart today is clarity. I've had a lot of people asking me about clarity being one of their goals, and I thought I would share a little bit about some clarity that I've been having lately that I hope will be helpful to those of you that are listening. So, a lot of times when we are struggling with clarity or we want it, it's because we don't have it. And I know that sounds very simplistic, but if you know the difference between, say, a lake that's all muddy and dark looking versus whenever when the mud has settled and it's not stirred up and you see this brilliant blue and the reflection in the sky, those are two totally different things, right? So when we're searching for clarity, we want to have that clear view, that strong vision, that ability to see in the first place, that helps us, you know, whether it's turning a light on so that we can see something crisper or better, or whether it's shining it in a direction so that we know what we're up against. Clarity is very important. So a lot of times when my clients are talking to me about lack of clarity, it's that they don't know what to do. Like they don't see a solution or they don't see a pathway. Like when they're looking into the distance, it's just a field of overgrown plants and they can't see that little path that if they got closer, they might be able to discern. Or sometimes with clarity... It's just that we're looking, but we can't see. You know what it made me think of is when I have kids. So when the kids wanted something and couldn't find it, right? Well, mom, where is so-and-so? Well, it's in the cupboard on the right side. No, it's not. And then you assure them it is. They for sure tell you they looked and it's not there. You go in and you're like, it's right there. And then it opens up for them, right? They're like, oh, I don't know why I didn't see that, right? Whether that's your kids or your husband. Why is it that women have that ability, right? But I see it more as a belief system. Like we know that it's there. We believe it so strongly that we know and we're willing to stand on that. Well, other people don't believe it as strongly. They weren't the ones who put it in the cupboard, right? Or the ones who've seen it there before. And so their belief system is not as strong. And so until you can prove it to them by showing them where it is located, they don't believe the same as you. They are not as clear on the picture as you are. And then you have that unique ability to share that with them. And then suddenly their eyes are opened and they see. It's funny because I follow a wonderful young girl named Madison who works under the principles of Bob Proctor. And she talks about the same thing. Like as a coach, when you tell somebody, hey, it's really easy, go just do X, Y, and Z and they don't have that frame of reference it doesn't seem easy to them and she said it might even be like like you know how to drive and i tell you just go get the car and drive to the corner and you go out to the parking lot and you're like i don't see the car right like it's invisible to you now I know where the car is, so I can say to you it's in slot number three five or three B, and you like go there and it's like, oh, okay. But until you open your eyes to see the same thing that I see, you're not able to drive the car to where I tell you to drive it. So I love that as an analogy for a coach because So many times people do know how to drive and they're frustrated because they can't find the car. They can't open the door to get in and go to that place. But with somebody helping you, that can open up and be a much different experience. So clarity, I thought that I would start by talking about some examples of clarity in my life, right? And I want to start with going to the place that a lot of us have had this experience, and that is our childhood dreams. So, most of us remember what we wanted to be when we were little. And if you've ever done any work on switching jobs or, you know, changing some, some form of transformation in your life, people might recommend that you go and revisit what you wanted to be as a child to help you get clarity on what you wanted to do now. Um, I always call it as kind of like your life gave you clues, right? So maybe your childhood aspirations were really clues. And since as children, we're more in touch with know if it's spiritual realm or just we're more open to possibilities we don't know about limitations and we're not likely to sell ourselves short right like for instance education we might want to do something that requires a lot of education when you're a kid you're just like I want to do the thing you don't really care how and so Fast forward to when you're older and you put a bunch of limitations on yourself because you don't have the education or you know it's going to take too long or you're too old or it costs too much. And so those are examples of how we limit ourselves when we get older. So if we can go back and revisit the childhood dreams and the path that we chose or didn't choose at that point that can kind of help us in this new place. It's almost like a reset. Like if you like to play video games and your character is killed and you start back over in the original place in the game and you have to move forward again. Now, you know a little bit more, right? And you can make different choices because you have different tools or resources, So if we reset our game back to the beginning and yet use the skill sets that we've been given up to this point, our weapons, our energy levels, all of that, we have a better chance at moving to the next level quickly, right? So examining my childhood dreams, I really strongly felt that I was going to change the world. Now, I didn't have any frame of reference for this, right? I don't know why at a very young age I just felt like I was very powerful and I had a lot of self-confidence and self-worth and belief that I was able to make a difference in the world. So what that looked like as a youngster was I would have an idea and I would set off to do that idea. An example I use a lot because of now I can look at it and go, that was very novel, but I had a roadside stand. You know how most kids do lemonade. I don't know if I got this idea from someone else doing a lemonade stand, but I didn't have the resources to make lemonade, right? What I did have was a lot of art supplies So I created pictures. I drew a bunch of drawings and I went to my roadside table and I sat there and I sold my art to anybody that would stop. And I sold out first and only time I did it. And I felt that that meant I was an artist and my idea was very good and that was what I was meant to do. So it wasn't that I set out to be an artist. And I said that's what I wanted to do. It was more that I set out to do the thing that I wanted to do without hesitation. And then I evaluated, A, if it worked or didn't work. And B, was it something that I wanted to keep doing? And wouldn't it be great if I used that same skill set all of my life? But unfortunately, I didn't. I started letting in other people's viewpoints And I started making the association that work was hard and you have to toil and be stressed and unhappy and people owned your future and I got messaging from other people about what work and life and what your impact really was. And then I started to adapt my thinking to other people's belief systems. And so as I got older, I didn't so much think I was going to change the world, but the vision changed to, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to be a business owner. And it was funny because everybody would ask me, well, what business are you going to start? What are you going to do? And I would say to them, I don't know yet because I haven't developed enough. Like I don't. The opportunity hasn't presented itself, but when it does, I'm going to be ready. So I went to business school on that premise alone. In fact, I started my first year in college in business, and then I worked for an entrepreneur, and I got firsthand experience of what being an entrepreneur was like. He made me his... Uh, assistant right away he saw potential in me and I did a lot of amazing things for him and I really got a good peek at what being an entrepreneur was like and I could have continued working for him and helping him fulfill his dream he was a wonderful man and it was a great experience however it didn't satisfy the desire in me to own my own business. I knew that if I was going to do that, I needed to get my education. And, and I think that I decided to get my education in business because I saw my dad and my stepdad struggle so much in their lives with work. So they both did their own thing. But it was a very hard process in my eyes. They really seemed to have to labor, and you know what they brought home was their mistakes and the stresses that they had. It wasn't what they portrayed probably to the adults in their life but as a kid I took in that information and I was like wow there must be a better way to be an entrepreneur if other people do it too and they make it sound so easy right? So I set off to do my business degree. And in the end, I ended up working for other people because I started to really question, did I have the ability? I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the money. I had the gumption and the determination, but not the income and or the connections at the time. So what happened was over time, like let's fast forward 25, 35 years, I ended up in this mindset of, I can only do very small things. My resources are so limited. My, my time is limited. And I, basically limited myself. And then I reached a point where I I had failed in a couple of businesses. So instead of being inspired by the failures and thinking, wow, I'm this much closer to the answer, right? Instead, I kind of reached a point where I was like, well, I need to stop trying to be entrepreneurial and just get over myself. I'm never going to impact the world. And that came with a lot of sadness, with a lot of, well, that doesn't feel right, right? So clarity, by the way, comes to us when we're in a place where everything is in alignment. And when we're not clear on something, it's usually a pretty good sign that there is imbalance within us. So you know how storms collide um, I live in Oklahoma now. So in Oklahoma, we, we see very volatile storm activity where a cold front will hit a heat front and they will interact and it will cause this darkness, storm clouds, rain, thunder, hail. Well, why wouldn't something like that also occur within us, right? Like if we have a vision and a purpose and a desire in our heart, and we're not acting on that, instead we're clamming up and doing something completely different, why wouldn't that create a storm within us per se, right? Like why wouldn't we be conflicted and in that storm have a hard time understanding which direction we're supposed to go because... We're kind of turned upside down or topsy turvy. So, clarity comes when we're in alignment. And so, when we don't have clarity, we need to assess our life and try to figure out why we're not in alignment anymore. And so, when I wasn't in alignment with my feeling of changing the world, I had to go back to ground zero. And really look at why was that happening why was I not in touch and interestingly enough I was introduced to a group that where the gentleman was saying stuff that I had been thinking about like I had decided I needed 10 I needed to influence 10,000 people and from that place of influence be able to market to that group and in that small pond, if you will, I would be able to offer to that group what I felt could be helpful. And it wasn't until I realized that that might not be changing the world, right? Like, But if I could help one person in that 10,000 people, and they were able to help a thousand people or a hundred people or 10 or even one. Like, what if they changed the world through their child and then their child helped 10,000 people? And my eyes just like popped open and I went, clarity, right? I went, oh, I meant to inspire other people to impact big lives. Like, I can be... I can change the world through helping one person. And then how do I help that one person? So that helped me to develop my purpose. So I got clarity on the childhood dream and the clues through my life and everything going on up to this point. And then I started going, okay, so what is the purpose? Like if I want to impact the world through one person, what do I need to do? Well, I need to encourage that one person to make an impact. How do I encourage that one person? Well, I need to build them up. I need to support their efforts. I need to help them see the greatness within them. And then newsflash, in order to do that, I have to feel that about myself. I have to feel like I can impact another person in order to impact another person. So I started getting very clear on the purpose in my life and what I had to do to get there in order to move forward in the way that I needed to move forward. So here's the really cool thing. The next part of it is clarity on what I want to do today. So now that I have this purpose and I'm defining and you know, it's not a, it's a morphine thing. It isn't like I have one purpose and then it doesn't change or I don't refine or hone in on it. It's the big picture of my purpose And then the realization of what I can do to that. And that's where I'm starting to see in the what do I do today kind of endeavors. So I usually like to, especially on the days when I'm not clear on what I want to get done, when I feel the overwhelm, when I feel that stress is taking over and I'm spinning my wheels, when I'm stuck... I will take out my notebook or a piece of paper and I will write across the top. What does Tina want? And you can do this too, right? Write across the top of a piece of paper. What do I want today? And I get clear with the want slash need inside of me because it's from that place that I will be able to take action to move out of the stuckness that's going on within me. So first of all, I have to get clear on what I want, right? And it might be just in that moment, but if I tie it to the purpose, right? Like might be clear that I want to, okay, all I can think of is eat a Sunday, right? Well, okay, that's my want, if my purpose is losing weight and getting into a healthier frame of mind and being happy in my body, then eating that Sunday while I'm clear on that's what my wants are, might not lead me towards my purpose. And with that clarity, then I can go, oh, this is just a reaction to an emotion I'm having. I want to eat the Sunday because I have such great memories of eating ice cream with family members, right, on special occasions. So the awareness is really that I want to celebrate that I've done so much work on my tribe building and moving myself forward and working on my purpose that I deserve a little reward. And so when I look at my, what Tina wants... Instead, I might be able to say, well, I want the Sunday, but I need recognition for my um, achievements up to this point. So now I've converted a want to a need, and I can take that step then and go, okay, well, if I need this recognition, how do I get it? Or one step further, How can I give what I need to someone else as a way to get it back? And I know that's kind of crazy thinking, but it is proven that when we give what we need, we tend to, I don't know if it's we radiate at that frequency or because we've shifted from a me mentality, we then start to receive on that same wavelength and then we start receiving the thing that we want and need. Okay. So a lot of times, even if I write down a want, a need or a way for me to serve others, I don't move forward on it. It's like there's something in me that changes and needs to be It's almost like a switch that needs to flip. And how do I flip that switch? Well, crazy enough is I'll look at my list and I'll start to visualize myself taking the actions required on the list. And the funny thing that I have recognized is that if I can see myself doing it, I almost always can then take care of it. So whether it's me leading the vision saying this is what I'm going to accomplish, or whether the vision inspires me to do the thing, there's something magical that happens when I can see it in my mind's eye and it starts to crystallize into action steps. So I definitely recommend that. And then the third thing is that I start to let my heart lead the actions. So I physically put my hand on my heart when I'm overwhelmed and stuck and I say, okay, I see myself doing this, put my hand on my heart and I say, this is good. This is the action that I I really truly believe I'm meant to take. This is how I feel about this. And Crazy enough, I start to radiate love for that action. Love for myself for taking the action, love for showing others the action that I'm taking, and just in general, being much more in tune with what it is I am setting out to do. And that, my friends, gives me the clarity I need moving forward. And definitely helps me. So I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that you can use some of these steps to move forward in the way that you need to. And above all, I hope that you have a blessed day and that we'll get to talk together soon.